Hi everyone, this is Christine Patney with Premier Mortgage Lending. I'm here with the Premier Mortgage Lending podcast in our second installment of the Meet a Realtor intro series. And I'm here with Casey from our local Goffstown area. She's going to tell us a little bit about herself and what she does as a real estate agent. So we know, of course, that real estate agents are vitally important to the home buying process, really can kind of make or break your deal. Um, So Casey, if we could start out, could you tell me a little bit more about what real estate agents do? You know, that's such a great question. And I bet you have asked every real estate agent, they would give you a different answer every single time. So I'm going to take my stab at it. Okay. Um, The first thing that comes to my mind is a real estate agent is your advocate in the home buying and home selling process. I love that word. Um, That's my favorite word, advocate. (laughs) I love it. It's a very complicated process. And I I cringe when I hear people say, I don't need a real estate agent. I can do it (laughs) on my own. And I wish people really understood the amount of training Mm. and education and the amount of paperwork and documents and regulations (laughs) that go into selling a home and buying a home. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have someone on your side, you're going to lose out. Money's going to be left on the table and you're not going to get your dream home. So, you know, we are there to put our clients first. We have a fiduciary and ethical responsibility to make sure that you, your best interests are put forward. So if you are selling your home, I'm making sure you're getting all the information and the best deal possible and getting the most money you want out of it or the best buyers to buy your home. (laughs) If you're buying a house, I'm making sure we are finding your dream house at the best deal we can do in this market and that you're happy. Um, We're making sure all the... you know, the I's are dotted, the T's are crossed, and nothing is left behind. It's a smooth transaction from the start to the finish. So important in this process. Same, of course, with, with the mortgage process. So I certainly can understand that. So perfect. So tell me a little bit more about how long you've been in real estate. Yeah. I'm a newish uh, agent. I just joined Keller Williams last year in uh, 2021. Okay. Um, kind of, you know, how we got into that. Um, so I think it starts with really kind of knowing my background and how yes. um, I yeah. got there. So first off, I like to get this out of the way. I'm 6'2". I'm okay. tall. Okay. That happens in every conversation. So I really? just like to get it out there. Yep. I'm 6'2". And what I used with that height is I did play volleyball at University at Albany in upstate New York. And you guys actually had another UAlbany volleyball alum on the show a couple weeks ago. Oh. Courtney O'Connell. She works at Summit Title. Oh. So you guys are just Great Danes alum (laughs) network, and you didn't even know, and volleyball network. So shout out to Danes. uh, I met with Courtney a few weeks ago, and I didn't think she was that tall, and I never noticed that you were that tall. (laughs) Although I feel like maybe I'm a little bit tall as well. (laughs) That's so funny. It's easier when you're on the above. but um, (laughs) All right, so Casey is the top... Tallest real estate agent. Oh, maybe tallest. Can we make that statement? Maybe tallest female at least. I, I would. I would easily. Think I, I feel I like got six two is pretty tall. It is. <laughs> I get it on the daily basis, so that's why oh I like my. to just put that out there. Yes, the weather is the same up here. Yes, it will help get you that groceries on that top list or that top shelf. Um, but you know, so again, so I went to University of Albany in Upstate, played volleyball there, graduated with my master's in nonprofit management. Um, and then I decided to play professional volleyball overseas. So okay. I lived in uh, Denmark for a year. Um, at the time, I was blonde, so I fit in with all the other tall blonde Danes in yep. Denmark. I found my people. <laughs> um, but if you haven't been, highly recommend checking out Denmark and all of Scandinavia. They're an amazing group of people, culture. It's cold, but it's beautiful, and they make it work. Um, so I retired from volleyball at the ripe age of 22. Oh, um, right. Decided to you know hang my volleyball shoes up and start my career in nonprofit fundraising. Um, so I did that for about eight years. I fell into the niche of working with independent schools, um, hopped around, ended up a school in New Hampshire, 
And um, because of COVID, I was laid off in 2020, seven months pregnant. Oh. Um, A little scared, (laughs) uh, a little unsure. But I truly believe in that saying, that corny saying, that things happen for a reason. Mm -hmm. And um, things fall into place. And so I was able to enjoy my last two months of pregnancy. We buckled down, welcomed our baby girl in November 2020. And six weeks later, I was already like, all right, what am I going to (laughs) do? I had been working, you know, I was on a team. I was playing a full-time volleyball and on, you know, in my career, building my career for eight years. And um, I met with my realtor and my friend and now my teammate, Sarah Tolfson. And she said, why don't you get into real estate? I mean, you you love homes, you <laughs> love, you know, and I had always had it in the back of my mind. And, but I never could imagine quitting my career, not quitting, right. you know, changing my career. It's a very difficult, I mean, you recently just did I it. did do that, yes. It's a big step. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it takes a leap of faith. And so I was pushed into that. And so I took my real estate class with a six-week-old at home, took my exam in March, um, passed it, and joined. And it's just been a whirlwind ever since. Um, joining the market at this time, joining as a new mom, starting a new career, and also starting a new, my new self as right. a stay-at-home mom um, has been challenging but rewarding at the same time. And, you know, I kind of like to tell that background because I think it shows a good picture of the type of realtor you're going to get with me. Mm-hmm. Number one, I'm competitive. <laughs> I don't like to lose. <laughs> I will, I will, you know, do whatever it takes to make things happen for my clients. I'm also a team, teammate. You know, I'm, I love working on a team. There are many people involved in the home buying process, yes. as you know, and you need to have good relationships with people. You need to have referrals. There's so many people involved to make sure this is a smooth transaction, and I love that. I love being a part of a team. I mean, I feel like a lot of people think real estate is a very solo mm. job. You work for yourself. You you know, you have your own, but it really isn't. You need those relationships yeah. um, to make sure everything happens smoothly. Um, and then being a fundraiser, I've had to deal with a lot of big transactions, big, difficult conversations with donors. Um, buying a home is a big deal. Selling yeah. your home is a big deal. It's emotionally a big deal. It's a big financial decision. And I had to do that with my donors. And I, I'm not the type of realtor who's just going to push you through the pipeline. I know there are so many little movements that have to happen to get you ready to buy your first home or to buy your second home or to sell your home that you grew up in, you mm. know, or your parents grew up in. And it's it's very emotional and difficult and a lot of money and a lot of numbers and a lot of moving parts. And that's what I did with my client, my donors. So I had that experience of really taking the time to make sure everything is done right. And we're slowly moving through the process and you're comfortable throughout the way. And that you walk away either from making that large donation or buying that house happy and no regrets. And that's, that's what I was doing for eight years in the fundraising world. So it works really well in, um, you know, in the real estate world in the same way. So that's kind of how I fell into it. Um, why I really do believe that, you know, my background has really given me the opportunity to be super successful in real estate. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. And I, I was going to ask you how you got into it. Of course, you already mm-hmm. shared that. So this is, of course, your new full-time job other than being a mom. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And it's, it's, that's an interesting question. I guess technically, yeah, I'm part-time in the fact that I only have care a couple hours a week. Oh, right, But right. to my clients, 100% full-time. You text me holiday, birthday, snow day, 
sick day, I'm answering. Yeah. You know, and that's the beauty of real estate and sometimes the, the downside. <laughs> you know, it's the same thing with you. I'm sure you answer a, emails any time of day. It's and, a blessing <laughs> and a curse for sure. Exactly. So, um, yeah, part-time now, but full-time to my clients for sure. Perfect. I love that description. <laughs> <laughs> and you are big into historical homes, if I recall. I am. So, so that must be fun for you, <laughs> being a realtor. That is probably why, when I said I love homes um, <laughs> earlier, is where that stems from. Um, I fell in hard to the old home community. I am an old home junkie. I love them. I think they're beautiful. They're painful mm. <laughs> to to love. Um, but we bought our first home in Goffstown two years ago. We bought a 1904 Queen Anne Victorian oh. that we are painstakingly renovating ourselves. We have no background <laughs> in <laughs> renovations. My husband is super handy. That's step one. Oh, good. That's good. Um, and uh, yeah, so we've been ripping up carpet, peeling wallpaper, um, slowly, slowly doing this. And I did a lot of it when I was pregnant. I um, did 1,600 subway tiles, six months pregnant. Would not recommend that <laughs> to anyone. Um, but we just fell in love with the character you get in old homes. So mm -hmm. if you are interested in old, old homes, I am certainly the realtor for you. <laughs> I can look past the dingy carpet, the peeling wallpaper, because what you get in old homes is you get the hardwood floors. You yep. get the wooden doors. Under the carpet, though. Yes, <laughs> under the carpet, but they're there. They are You're there. Not, it's not an add-on. It's not an extra fee. You know, you get the beautiful old windows. Don't even get me started with old windows. Mm. I'm a fan of old windows. <laughs> They've been there for 100 years. They work. They you will just, last another 100. They just need to be repaired and yep. loved. And um, so I am truly, truly a lover of old homes. So if you are into quirky old homes, I will help make that work. Um, and uh, yeah, they're just beautiful. They have great character, they have story. I did the whole research. I went back through all our deeds. I found all the oh. eight past owners of our house. I really wanna know who painted it pink and blue. Pretty much the entire <laughs> inside of the house with Pepto pink at one point, I'm oh. convinced. I would like to find them and have a conversation with those people, but everyone else has been great That feels like home. a 70s thing. Yeah, I that mean. That feels like a time frame more than like a, an owner's choice. Exactly. The like whole the blue bathrooms. I have blue countertops in my kitchen. So. I saw one the other day with blue toilets yeah. and blue, the bathtub was blue. Yeah. It was it was interesting. So that's not my, yeah, old yeah. cup of tea. I like the really old, <laughs> but, um, and you know, what's great about living in New England is that there's just these so many beautiful old homes, so especially many. in New Hampshire. Um, and a lot of them, I don't know if you've heard of the account called Cheap Old Homes. No. So they are an Instagram account, and um, they actually got their first show on Magnolia's new network. And it basically, they highlight cheap old homes. That's what they do. They find homes that are under $100,000 that are usually in disrepair, mm -hmm. very old. But where can you find a home for under $100,000 these days? Yeah. They find them. And where these, do they find them? I mean, some are New Hampshire. A lot of them are in upstate New York. I mean, they're all over the country. Really? And they usually just need a lot of love and care. And... Um, if you're willing for a challenge and up for it, you know, that could be the home for you, especially yeah. in this really competitive market. you got to be creative. Yep. Um, yep. And, you know, a new home might be, a new build might be for you, but, you know, these old homes are great options. And I think it's so important to continue to steward and take care of these homes that have been here for so long. Mm. I mean, they're a part of our history. They're a part of our town's history. Yeah. Um, so I feel really honored that we were able to buy this house. And, you know, we're kind of right on the main street in town. And just to be able to fix it up and give her a new life. I mean, we painted it, and that was a big deal. So many people are like, oh. You painted the house. I'm like, we oh, did. the outside. Of yes, the house? it was blue. Oh. We did it. We turned it to green. We oh. did it. I was bold. I was a little nervous that people were going to be upset, but 
it worked out. So it's funny when you live in town, you have to kind of think about what <laughs> what color your house yeah. is that people might yeah. might notice. <laughs> but it's been a really fun journey, and uh, I thoroughly love it. And you know, our old home love converted us to also buying another old home. We bought a uh, 1975 A-frame out um, in Western New Hampshire. Um, it's a kit house. So oh. um, those are really big in the 70s. Basically, someone just ordered this house yeah. online. The guy built online it. Online in 1975. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not online. <laughs> <Did you write laughs> JCPenney catalog. I remember. Catalog. I've seen those pictures. Yes. There's like a catalog where you order everything. And it was super cheap. Yeah. Of course, back then. Exactly. And then you just have to put it together, I Yeah. Guess? So this guy built this A-frame on his house. And I have found through Instagram three other of this exact same A-frame houses. Same spiral staircase, same round countertop, same orchard carpet. I mean, these are these are awesome preserved kit homes. So we bought that, and um, we just use it as it's, like we were using it as just a second um, income or a second property. When I got laid off, we decided to put on Airbnb. Oh, okay. So that's another little side thing that I do that also can play into real estate. So if someone's interested in the you know this uh, short term rental income mm. property or Airbnb, it's a steep learning curve. Mm-hmm. Um, we just completed our first year. Um, 2021 was our first full year. We put it on 20, uh, December 2020, and we've had a great, successful year. We've booked out every weekend we do. We upped, we've upped our nightly rates. We were featured on Airbnb's Instagram. or oh. super hosts. I mean, we've had an amazing time so far. It's so fun. We get guests from all over the country. We've had some guests from Russia. Stay. Any from Denmark? None Denmark <laughs> yet. Where are my Danes at? Come, come stay with me. Um, does but it still have the orange carpet? It does. So you just did. It's like a throwback kind of. Oh, yeah. I have totally, I have fondue pots. I have really, <laughs> really honed in on the 1975 vibe. I love mid-century modern furniture anyways, so it's my way of uh, being able to splurge on that stuff. But we will rip up the shag carpet. We did deep clean it before we Of course. We, we really deep cleaned it because <laughs> there's a lot of history in that shag. But... Um, it works out, and everyone really loves it. And I was so hesitant to do it because I was like, who wants to stay in this little cabin in the middle? Because it's in the middle of nowhere. You'd be surprised. <laughs> and sure enough, people from Boston and New York City want to yeah. drive up. And that's something I didn't even think about when we were going to, you know, listed, that we we're an hour and 44 minutes from Boston. So that is where 90% of our guests come from. That makes sense. So learning tips like that, I can help, you know, people that are interested in these short-term rentals to look at things. Just because it's in the middle of nowhere, well, what's around? Right, right. And because of the pandemic, people are wanting to get out and get away yep. and working remotely. So we have internet. So we have people that stay for a week and just work there, you know, and sit by the fire. Oh, so, that sounds uh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? It is. It's a cute little gem, and I've loved it. Um, I've really enjoyed hosting. So that's really my other, I guess, full-time job is I take over all the reservations. I, you know, communicate with the guests. We do all the cleaning ourselves. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I go out there, you know, twice a week. How far is it from? It's 55 minutes. Okay. So it's not too bad. Um, I just have really high standards, so I'm just not there yet to hire someone out. And it's nice. It kind of keeps a pulse on it that way. I can, if something's wrong or something needs to be updated, but... um, yeah, I do a lot of cleaning. <laughs> but it's really been really rewarding. It's a really cool thing. So, again, something different to look into if, you know, you are looking to expand your real estate portfolio as short-term income rentals, I think. Are. I've heard some interest in that yeah. uh, recently from some buyers as well. So, yeah, that makes a ton of sense. Yeah. So you have a very young child. You're cleaning a lot and driving a lot and real estating a lot Yep. Mm-hmm. and renovating your home. Yep. 
Um, any other hobbies we oh. should be aware of? Ooh, How many um, other talents do you have? I don't any other talents. <laughs> I don't know about that. But um, I guess my other hobby is I'm a I love thrifting. I love oh, Goodwills. I sense. love Sabers. It kind of falls into it. I yep. love Facebook Marketplace. Is oh I just will <laughs> scroll. You know a lot of people scroll through Zillow or Instagram or TikTok. I'm on Facebook Marketplace at two a.m. Like- when I my daughter can't sleep. Oh. Um, but I love I love again old furniture. I basically collect old china sets that no one wants from their great grandmother. I will take it. I have four of them. I I have room for two more if you know anyone. <laughs> um, pretty much when we redid our living room, almost everything was secondhand um, furniture. I think it's better well made. It's real wood mm-hmm. half the time. You can get it for cheap. And if you have kids and dogs, it doesn't really matter if they destroy it because it's already yeah, <laughs> lived a life. That's true. Um, so I did, you know, when I first got laid off, I tried to resell some thrifted items. That didn't, that was a lot of work. But I do yes. still find some things and I try to resell them. But but I love a good deal. I love finding um, pre-loved furniture and items a lot of retro items that I put in the A-frame too anything 70s I'm all over it <laughs> I really want to have like a 70 themes fondue party at our at our house and I really want someone to elope at our house too at oh our, our that Airbnb. would be so, so if anyone needs an elopement spot please <laughs> I'm willing and able to make that happen so everyone else is desperately getting rid of their 70 stuff and you're like ah, I'm give just it. collecting it give it to me <laughs> yeah I want the whole thing I want to step into that house and people are like whoa she oh went a gosh. little over the top but we still like it next step is movie set <laughs> Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. So fun. So, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, so I'm kind of stuck in the early 1904 era in our first other house, and then I'm really in the 70s. Oh, so I just yeah. jump back and forth through those, those, those eras. Portals. Yeah, it's kind of confusing sometimes. <laughs> time machine. I'm like, what year is it? She's in a time machine. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Good. Well, it sounds like you have a lot on your plate, and I know I'll see you later tonight for some volunteer opportunities. So we're yes. looking forward to that. But yes. I really appreciate you taking the time to come. I know you have such limited daycare time. (laughs) (laughs) So I appreciate you taking the time to come today, and I'll uh, see you later tonight. Thanks. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Yeah, my pleasure. (laughs)